kick. Colaccini nearly got ahead on him. Tiote, great strike! Oh! It's an absolutely fantastic goal! Would you believe it? Nibble Carigi! Balotelli, Aguero! Staggering! Just staggering! Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Another episode, Martin Download. Adam Baker, Ian Gilmore, Luca's back in the studio. Didn't have him on Friday. How'd you do on that quiz? It was good. Had to take the educational duties first. Yes, Unfortunately, no, of I would have loved to be there, but yeah, no. take care of that. That's understandable. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, if you can't tell, my voice is coming back. It's not gone. It's coming back. It was gone, um, and it's making its way back. It's, it's, it was on IR this weekend and uh, making its way back. Lots to do today. Lots to cover. MSU review, reviews and previews. UCL reviews, previews. And uh, Ian's also going to learn how to talk. Um, we've got, you know, USL's, UCL's going right now. Adam's over there watching uh, Bayern Lazio. Luca's got his eyes on Atleti Chelsea. So uh, interject if there's a goal or anything happening. Got to keep the viewers updated. Will do. Of course. Listeners. On Facebook Live. Welcome in Facebook Live, as always. Okay, let's hop right into it. MSU men's soccer. First game last Friday uh, against Rutgers at Schoolcraft College. Uh, a disappointing 2-0 two, two opening loss. Uh, the whole beat was there for the first time ever at a game. Me, Luca, Adam, all there. But yeah, a disappointing performance. Um, they seemed to have stuff going forward, but just couldn't put it in the back of the net, and just some bad mistakes at the back cost him two goals. Um, Adam, we'll start with you and just your takeaways, your thoughts. Yeah, I think, first thing, they got off to a good start. Not great necessarily, but they kept getting into Rutgers' final third. They had a few corners, a few set pieces on the very edge of the box, and they never really won a header on any of those, never really came close to scoring. As soon as Rutgers got some momentum, they were up 1-0 before we knew it. And then just the course of the game from there, they had a hard time pushing forward without opening up too much at the back. or And if they wanted to keep Rutgers at bay, they just weren't able to get numbers up. And I think whenever Michigan State tried pressing Rutgers, I said this in our post-game recap uh, stand-up, Rutgers just were calm the whole game, dribbling out of their own box, passing it out, doing skills within their own box we didn't expect them wow. to do. So they had a really hard time unsettling Rutgers, and it seemed like it wasn't like that good the other way. Luca, again, just like Adam said, this team had a difficulty against the pressure of Rutgers. When Michigan State got back on the ball, there were immediately two to three Rutgers players in or around a couple yards away from them. Again, the press is very hard to defeat, and again, it's hard to judge a team off the first game. Yep. Especially since the last half of the second half, I'd say the last thirty minutes of that second half, Michigan State started to get calm on the ball. They started making better passes. They started switching the ball a lot better. And the movement between Farai Mutatu and, and that middle of the pitch in the final third really made a difference to try to get some more shots. I'd say it was unlucky not to get a couple of goals. In the end, I think uh, Coach Rensing is going to go back into the, into the next game thinking you have to be a little bit more confident on the ball at the start of the game. Watch out for mistakes because mistakes cost them the game. We, you know, they didn't necessarily get off to bad starts a bunch last season, but scoring goals was a struggle. They scored 13 in, what, seven, trying to do math on the fly, 17 games, 18 games. Not not good uh, in any stretch of the imagination. Start off the season with, with a blank, with a zero um, in, the, in the attacking side. We, we saw glimpses and some creativity, a lot of it in the second half when Rutgers was sitting in uh, after they went up 2-0 and kind of defending, uh, but it was there. I just wonder um, where does that breakthrough end up coming from? Their struggles happened last season. One of the things that uh, Damon Rensing mentioned this week is um, before that game is they think they have more guys now that can step up if a team keys in on Fry Mutatu. Rutgers keyed in on Fry Mutatu, and I didn't see really anyone else step up too much. Pedad Kovac maybe, but he's not necessarily a striker or a winger. Um, and it seems like they tried to do it by committee. And I wonder whether that is maybe not the right option and rather uh, trying to find that one guy 
that can step up and do it instead of doing it by committee would be the the right decision instead. I think you have to start by committee just because you don't know who that guy is going to be. You kind of got to see, you know, going through committee. Byron just made it 2-0, by the way. I'm pretty sure that is... All right, we'll get back to them later. Live but updates. No, live updates. <laughs> oh, Musiala's. I didn't even know he was starting. 2-0 Byron, Lazio, 23 minutes in. Back to Michigan State, though. You got to start by committee. You don't know. And you just have to leave it open for anybody to take the opportunity. We saw Ferry get time. We saw George get time. Utatu, obviously. Kovac moving around. So just got to see who's going who's gonna to step up. And I think probably the key, really, to getting the offense underway is you just have to you have to open the game up 1-0. You can't go down, you can't let them sit back, you can't put the pressure on yourselves to try and open the scoring. You got to get one early whether it be lucky or okay, early's loose, but just you got to go up one and then that opens everything up for you. They have some fast forwards, let them get open on the counter. Don't let them go up against the back four with the midfielder sitting deep. Let them catch them on the break. And again, last game we'd say four of their best five chances if you had to list them were from set pieces. Probably Farai cut in from pretty far out trying to go top corner. It was always going to be a tough for him to find the goal from there. But besides that, most of it came from yeah set pieces because of how deep Rutgers were able to play going up one and then going up two early in the second. Luca, there was a lot of new faces uh, that we saw that we didn't necessarily see uh, last year. Was there anyone that really stood out to you? Um, I mean, so only two guys played the whole game, Hunter Morse, of course, and also Nick Stone, who I think will probably play every minute of just about every game uh, back there in, in the back line for Michigan State this year. Connor Brazil led all the new faces, 74 minutes. Um, who Who's the guy that, you know, we either, not necessarily a new face either, but maybe someone we didn't see so much last year that you were impressed with? Well, obviously, as talking about new faces, I really like Vidak Kovac. I think he's a brilliant little, a brilliant, brilliant player on in that middle half. He was playing that free position, in or around between in between boxes, was able at the in the first half he he wasn't getting a lot of balls, he wasn't getting a lot of touches, but as he was opening up, it was creating pathways for Matatu to cut in, for Michael for Miller to cut right into, and Vidak Kovac I think started to get more into this game, and especially when he changed into that right wing position in the second half. Started opening up some crosses, again, drawing fouls, like Adam said. They created a lot of big chances from set pieces. Connor Brazil, I was a very big fan of him, too. You know, it's it's not easy playing on that defensive wide back, especially as a, as a young player. He got in very nicely. He was he defensively looked very well when he got the switch on the ball coming from either side. He took it down, controlled it, and immediately was able to find a player to give the ball off to and create a chance. Maybe not necessarily the same question, Adam, but what were you surprised by with this MSU team, good or bad? I guess in terms of bad, they hit a lot of urgency, like 30 minutes left in the game. I think I would have liked, we all would have liked to see that like the second they went down 2-0, really give themselves the, because they conceded pretty early, like 52 minutes into the game, 7 into the half. So really give them the entirety of the second half left yeah. to come back. I... And that, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing for me, probably having the midfield go uh, play a little more, I don't want to say direct, but play a little more offensive, a little less pass backs. Offensively, again, the re- the end of the game was a, there were good signs to take and just yeah, being able to expand that for longer periods of time would be what we uh, I enjoyed really the possession that they were, that, that they were controlling towards the end of that second half. They were in control of possession, making sure that the counter wasn't going in for Rutgers, even though they had very tough players and fast players that could easily break. They they dominated the second half, no question, possession-wise, chances-wise, and just about everything. Whether that was a, a result of Louisville sitting in and trying to defend a lead, who knows. Um, you know, a couple things that popped out to me, um, Alex Sternberg only played 35 minutes, Michael Miller only played 42 minutes. Those are two guys last year... One, I think we're the top two leaders in points. Not to say they had that many because MSU just had struggles on offense. Um, but not seeing them very often I think was interesting. Uh, J- Jack Zuge was a guy that Damon mentioned quite a bit, led the team with shots with two, um, tied with Mutatu. I think it's interesting too. Damon went 18 deep 
So I don't think he necessarily knows uh, his core guys yet. And I mean, obviously we haven't seen them on the field in a year and a half. And they played 90 minutes and um, not necessarily the greatest performance. So um, who knows what we're going to see today. Another thing that he mentioned is Grayson Mercer. He called him a handful. He played 35 minutes in the first half, didn't see him in the second half. Um, I'm I, You guys know this. I'm massive on Vidal Kovac. And I thought he was their brightest spot on the entire field. Um, a lot like the injection that Algaheim gave him in the beginning of the season last year. Let's hope that Vidad can stay healthy and not get injured um, like MSU had a bunch of. I guess that's a positive takeaway, too, is no injuries after the first game that we know of. But uh, a Rutgers team that they beat 3-0 last year didn't necessarily look much better than last year, Rutgers. Uh, and and now they jump into a Michigan game who Michigan won 4-1 against Northwestern, who beat Wisconsin 5-2 today. And then Saturday they've got Penn State, who who beat Maryland. So th- there's not a lot of time to try to fix their mistakes and move forward, but they're they're gonna have to. Yeah, that's it's a, inevitable. Yeah, that's the problem with an all conference schedule. You're right into it right away. Michigan second game of the season, Penn State third, and those are some of their toughest games. Probably their two toughest games last season. Yeah, with no preseason, it's tough to experiment with different lineups, <laughs> different players, and key positions and really try to figure out where they can be the most dangerous with. So um, let's move into Michigan. That's tonight. We won't want to talk about it too much because you're only going to you know, be paying attention to this if you're listening to this between 5 o'clock when this drops and 7 o'clock when the game starts. But uh, Michigan wins 4-1, four different scores in their first game. They went down early, six minutes into it against Northwestern, but came back uh, and won on the road 4-1. Uh, Michigan team that beat MSU twice last year. Um, first was an injury-ravaged MSU side in Ann Arbor. Uh, and then when they were back to more of, of full health, we'll put it in air quotes, um, because last season was just so so many injuries for MSU. Uh, one of MSU's best performances of the year, Olu Ogunwali's stroke of genius on his assist for Johnny Fury's goal, but they still lose 2-1 in Ann Arbor in the Big Ten tournament. So looking at this, this game, I again, it's hard to predict and expect much after just one game of the season, but if you had to, what would you predict, Luca? Um, I'd say the victory is going to go to to Michigan. I'm, I'm hoping MSU can pull back a goal. I'd say it goes 3-1. Yeah, um, should I jump to straight score prediction or how I think the game will play out? How do you out? think the game will play out? Yeah, um... Okay, so I, I talked about Michigan State needing to get the early goal earlier. Maybe that doesn't necessarily work against Michigan. <laughs> yeah, they went I mean, down, they did that last year they went and it didn't work out too much. And no, even Michigan last game, they went down 1-0 in what, six minutes into the game, 1-4-1. You got to just clean up the mistakes. You know, the second goal, I think you look at it, Hunter Morris makes a safe and yeah, the Rutgers forward wide open to tap it into basically empty goal. So you got to limit those. Really, it's going to be a pretty good game defensively. And if, yeah, if you can get one early and just really make – Make life easier for the offense. It's tough to see. I mean, again, one team won four one, one team lost two nil. It's hard to see a complete swing. But I mean, I think you gotta lean towards a Michigan win. Do you think there's any so one thing that's interesting is Michigan parents will be there and MSU parents will not. I don't know if that plays into it at all. I've, there's no, you know, crowd, but that's I I find that kind of interesting because yeah, we got to see the Michi- the state parents at the last game. Yeah, and the and, Rutgers parents. Yeah, and they weren't that far away from the next venue, which is in Brighton. Right. Maybe the ref will have some crowd pleasing calls. He could. That, that could get play a, into get, it. Get, get persuaded it's, by the by the roars every foul. It's also interesting uh, for us covering the games when you're standing directly, literally two feet away from some of the parents. We said it was a good. It's a good thing we didn't get to call the game in case we have to. I would have loved that if they want to come over and heckle us. Go ahead, but when you're just making side comments, it's just like, okay, hold your tongue a little bit. You if, gotta if watch you're standing it. Next you, to don't, you don't know who's next to you. Yeah, you don't know whose uh, whose child it is on on the field for them. You don't want to say anything too mean about them, right? Um, well, it's a tough one. Like you said, one team won four one, one lost two nil. And didn't show at least yet too many steps of growth from last season, so it's hard to see it going any other way. 
I wouldn't put it past Michigan State, though, to pull one out tonight. And I think there has to be a sense of urgency because like, you got to be pretty conf- You got to be real confident in the squad to think you're going to go 2-0 against the Michigan State and Penn State back-to-back, and you definitely don't want to start the season 0-3. So I think winning one of these next two games is going to be crucial. Maybe we'll see a sense of urgency from the go for them. It's definitely a big stepping stone if they can get a win. Yeah. I think one one big thing, too, is if you can get a result tonight, technically that's your away game. Uh, who knows when they play Michigan again, and I don't know off the top of my head when they do, where they'll be playing. If it's at Lansing Catholic, I, I know since it's off campus, like why couldn't you have fans there? Because Lansing Catholic had fans at their football games. Uh, you know, who knows if, if that'll be a thing and if that makes a difference coming back and having – uh, if you can grab a point tonight, what kind of stuff that would do for their confidence playing Michigan again later on? Who knows? Uh, but after tonight, they play Penn State on Saturday. Penn State, an impressive performance last Friday. They went up 3-0 on Maryland, gave up two throughout the rest of the game, but won that game 3-2. Penn State, are they for real? You know, I think so. I, I said it in our group chat. Penn State came to East Lansing and played probably the best game I saw. They played MSU off the park. Yeah, within any like yeah. within any of Michigan State's games last season, that's the best I saw any side look when they won mm-hmm. 3-0 in East Lansing. So I always had some belief in them. I think they finished third, lost to Michigan in the second round of the Big Ten tournament. And what are they – they're projected what? Third this year again? Third, Maryland second? Third. Yeah. yeah, Maryland got second, but yeah, they're above Michigan. Yeah, I remember that game here at State, man. That was That looked like a professional team right there. No, so I definitely believe in them. They're already 2-0 in conference play. Five, Who else did they beat? Five goals in How two games. How did I miss that? Look uh, it up on the fly. Rutgers, they beat them 2-1 in New Jersey. Okay. So they're off to a great start. I, I think they're legit. It would seem that way. I mean, yeah, getting Maryland, playing Maryland and get, already getting that win on the schedule. Second year in a row they beat them by the same score line, so... No, I definitely think they're legit. Yeah, absolutely. You have to give it to them. They look like they improved, and every season they just keep showing that the signs of improvement, signs of really good technical play. Like I said, I remember that game against State, and that was one of the best soccer games I've ever seen playing State here. And they're ranked now, it looks like. Number 20? 20. In the country? Coach picks up, there's... 200th career win as number 20 Penn State beats Rutgers on the road. Jeff Cook. He's he's done some impressive stuff there in the last two years. Because they, they were not good whatsoever uh, my freshman year. So 2018, so two, three, two seasons ago. Not last season, but the season before. They were not good. It's a great one-year turnaround. They were in the basement right along with Ohio State, and now they are ranked in the country. Last year they had a good year. One of the best teams in the Big Ten. Who knows what they can do this year? Already beat one of the best teams in the Big Ten. And now beat Rutgers. And they're run a four, I mean their schedule is state, Michigan, and then Indiana. Oh, that's oh. tough. Wow. So you gotta think they'll be definitely looking to get one on Saturday. It's a hell of a schedule. Yeah. And it's at home. All I can hope is that there's a stream. <laughs> so we can watch it. Because there's no way we're getting out to Pennsylvania. Hey, it's at their official home, so it is? Well, I mean, it says University Park, PA. I don't know if the website just didn't upgrade because they are also saying Ann Arbor, Michigan. But I think, yeah, but most teams outside are playing in their in their fields or somewhere. Close yeah, I, I think Penn State's first game against Maryland, they played in their football practice facility, Not and there was a stream because I remember watching that game. So Maryland women's played at Maryland Stadium. Yeah, that was and good segue, Luca. So okay, <laughs> but before we do segue, so. MSU men, they play Michigan tonight, Penn State on Saturday after falling to Rutgers in their opening game 2-0. MSU women's, there's the segue. Uh, A 1-1 draw at Maryland in the football stadium, not the football practice place, football stadium. Uh, Gia Wahlberg opened the scoring in the second half, and a Maryland equalizer at the death meant the teams shared the spoils. You watched it, Luca. Uh, Your initial takeaways from it were what? You know what? I thought it was a very strong start. I thought they were very unlucky to concede very late. I mean, this was a goal with a minute left that they that they conceded. Again, it, I thought it was a a slow start in the opening thirty minutes of the match. Get both teams are going back and forth, long balls each way, but Saxon started to defend a little bit more. Players were recovering. Uh, 
especially offensive players, Paige Webb or Cameron Evans, they were coming back in, defending really well, and then they hit on they kept hitting on the counter. And that's what made the difference for them. They got a good option out wide, 60th minute. Paige Weber takes it in, takes on a couple defenders, crosses the ball in, deflected, and into the into the feet of... It was a good finish. Yeah, excellent finish into the feet of Gio Wahlberg. Takes two touches and just takes one look at the goal and, and just nestles it right in the corner of the net. Unbelievable. Um, and then again, once that goal came in, Saxton showed his experience. Sat back a little bit more defend defensively than he'd like to to defend that lead. I think it caught up to them in the end because as Maryland kept pushing more players forward, in the end they were bound to get one, it seemed like it, and they were just unlucky to concede that late, very late goal, 89th minute. Still, though, on the road against a team that made the tournament last year, a team that was on paper at least, and the results better than MSU, Got to be happy with taking a point on the road. Oh, I, th- I think it, there are a lot of signs of improvement in this team, especially defensively. Uh, Bria Schoenberg, great game. And again, Maryland had very good defensive players. They're heading the ball away every time, good clearances. And remember, to play 110 minutes in your first match is physically re- yeah. very intense. Yeah. Especially after more than 400 days of not playing at this level, no preseason. You have to give it to them. And I, I look for signs of improvement against Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska this Thursday. Correct me if I'm wrong. This Thursday, yes. This Thursday, um, and at Schoolcraft College. So they're playing where the where the men played um, to start off. So interesting setup. I, we were talking when we were there. Me and Adam were saying took up took us back to our playing days at places like Ultimate and. Oakland Yard and I don't know wherever wherever else you play that looked like that Adam Legacy where Legacy you're gonna be today where we'll be tonight uh, but Nebraska on Thursday Minnesota on Sunday if you're looking at those two games Luca I think what do you think are realistic expectations coming out of those two both at home but yeah both at home realistically I think you should be able to get a win against Nebraska Minnesota might be a little tough especially with uh, just about like three to four days of a break. Yeah. They got a it's, result there last year. I think it was they, a, a draw after after extra time. Yeah. But then again, I think these players have grown a lot, and that core player, that core group of players, that Gio Wahlberg, Cameron Evans, Bella Josiah, and Paige Weber, they're still very young. I think they're, they look much better than they did last season in that first game. Very impressed. I'm just looking forward to the to their next game. Whether it's in that group or not, who who are you most uh, su- not necessarily surprised with, but impressed with after that that first game? Uh, goalkeeping, Lauren Kazal again. Uh, she was very good last season. Again, this she made four very, really big saves. Again, confident with the ball in her feet, passing it back, able to distribute. I think overall, when you have a core group of players in each position that can do their job really well, it it it. It takes a lot off the hands of Tom Saxon. Okay, so MSU women's team already have a point, uh, and they play Nebraska and Minnesota this week, which moves us into our next segment, Champions League. Early update, 3-0 Bayern, 41 Jeez. minutes into the game, Sané rebounds. In, in Madrid, we're still tied 0-0, 40 minutes in. I feel bad for anybody that put their money on Lazio. I don't think there's much people that should have done that. No? It's tough. Well, well, Bayern's are... dropped two straight, haven't they? Yeah, they have, but it's like... It's a different animal uh, the Champions League. Yeah, Champions League is different. Yeah, no complacency. and Is it just Bayern? <laughs> I should have <laughs> just tossed the house on them today. Uh, these are your reigning champions. That's true. Uh, last week, <sighs> it hurts to say this. No, I'm going to enjoy what you're about to say. Uh, me going, me too. Uh, I'm, re- I'm ready for it. Uh, PSG 4, Barca 1. <laughs> I'll take it from here. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <That> disaster. Uh, <laughs> no, so I was real and disappointed and annoyed when uh, uh. I figured out Neymar and Di Maria were going to be out of the game because I was really just – look, I wanted to see a beat down. Oh. Who knows? I would have still got it anyways. But, no, there was some optimism. It's not like I'm a diehard Mbappe fan or anything, but I knew like this was going to be – I'm was, throwing stuff in the studio. This was going to be a great opportunity for him. Not a breakout game, but a reminder game. I feel like for all his early excellent success, if, yeah, you, if you want to look I at I actually it, think that's a very good way to put it. Killian Mbappe doesn't need to break out, but it was like a, 
yes, B words, I'm still, still effing here. Yeah, because if you look at Mbappe's statement Champions League games, they have him at Monaco. I know they made the finals last year, and he wasn't, and he was good during the run. I remember that iconic Man City Monaco game. Yeah, and then of course there's the picture of him knee sliding at Dortmund with the you know <laughs> the, the, the yellow wall in the background, which I always have to see. And then I don't know if he scored against Juve or not in the semi, but that whole oh, that whole run was kind of his big. His big Champions League moment. Obviously, yeah, he made the finals last year. He didn't actually have a knockout round goal. He did have his assist, and he was good for the most part, besides that miss in the final. You saw that image yeah, circulating yeah. around a lot. But no, for him to come out, he got his opportunity again. Everyone was out. And he was the man to step up. Yeah, at Barca, against um, empty house, but against Messi in Barca. And to come out and do that, it was just great for him. I was happy to see it. For multiple reasons. And again, he didn't need it, but you had the... Because there's always going to be the Holland versus Mbappe debate. And I feel like every week that passes, people want to, you know, get closer and closer to saying Holland's better or whatever. Especially with just getting kind of numb to Mbappe being out in France this whole time. But no, for him to have that game, yeah, remind everyone who he was, what he can do. That He is still the best young player in the world by a long shot. Unbelievable. Was great, and it's a, it's also another reminder of how bad Barca is. Barcelona is a mess. I'll tell you, it is a mess from top to bottom. It's been a mess this whole season. <laughs> I just don't understand. I think Kuman has no real idea how to play against any big club in Europe. I, I'm I'm convinced he why play Gerard Piquet in that game? He came back from an injury. And reminder, Piquet has a contract in Barcelona till 2024. It became a walking meme. Do you do you think that Piquet in four years is still going to be, in three, four years, is still going to be able to defend Mbappe? Hey, Piquet did say, uh, if someone has to leave, I'll be the first to do it. It was th- last I, year. I but unbelievable. Now, rock bottom's no staying rock bottom. No player in Barcelona could defend Mbappe. And I think Serginho Des did a good job. In that in that first twenty five minutes in that first half, but once Mbappe got into that middle, he was just running through Gerard Piquet every single time. And then they went and lost to or drew with Cadiz on the weekend. One more, just the promoted. Go, there's, back there's there's just no signs of improvement in this Barcelona team. Is there okay, nowhere? I know what your, what your answer is gonna be, but I just want to put it out there so that everyone listening knows that I mentioned it. Is there any chance? No, they're not coming back. Of <laughs> a comeback. No. La remotada. Yeah, no. second, you know gonna, second coming of Lala. Because you know what's going to happen, right? I can't say it right? as good as Luca. They're going to... Barca's going to be, you know, trying hard, probably go down 1-0, probably go down 2-0. And then you're going to look at the sideline, you're going to see Neymar subbing back in for his first game in five weeks. And it's okay, well, this this kills everything. Di Maria might be right there with him, subbing back in. So is it going to be more like a, a Bayern? It might end up 8-2 on aggregate. I, th- I think Barcelona have no spirit in that locker room to come back. I think there are I think there are no there's no real leadership coming into this team. Again, it's easy to play Messi in Spain, in La Liga, when he can just sit around in the top of the box and just walk around the whole game. But when you're playing against PSG... You have to put you have to put in a little bit more effort. And Messi's a one of the best, and I love Messi until the day I die. But there just has to be a better system for Messi to work with this team. And I mean, look, you can't tell Messi, right? I'm gonna need you to drop back and press and work hard. No, he's, no, we don't need if, him to. He's drop obviously back. earned the right. I think you look at the still shot for the first Mbappe goal. Dembele's 20 yards behind the play. It's like everyone else needs to be on their game, dropping back defensively. You can't and slip then, up. And especially. then Ronald Koeman tries to convince all of us that that Dembele is actually back to his best, that Griezmann's actually mm-hmm. back to his best. I don't see it happening against big teams. Hey, and one more reminder about the Mbappe reminder. You saw Barca fans on Twitter talking about, oh, today's the day Dembele shows he's just as good or better than Mbappe. Dear Lord. Yeah, that didn't go good. Uh, Mbappe did his audition for Real Madrid. I mean... At this point, is that really what it is anymore? I don't know if it is. No, no, he has no audition. He, he, he doesn't need. He, he doesn't need an audition. He doesn't. But need why an audition. go to Madrid from PSG? That's right what I was now. gonna say. I don't think there's a rush. I think eventually you go, just because I know it's French league. You want to get more attention, but 
I don't think there's a reason for okay, Neymar's a lot older in a different position, but I don't think there's a reason for Mbappe to leave PSG without a Champions League. I I don't also also I mean this is a whole other conversation. I don't think Madrid is that club anymore. I think they will be. I know they're not I think right it's now. Bayern. I think they oh. need a rejuvenation. Thing is, they still have Perez. They're like, if one team in the if, if one team in the world is getting Mbappe, I feel like it's Madrid by a long shot, and then it's the pool. And if they don't get Mbappe, they'll probably get Holland. They're still they still have the pedigree of being linked to everyone. They're I think st- the only reason it would be Madrid over Bayern is because Mbappe is a goal scorer, and Bayern already have. Lewandowski. Well, Real Madrid. In that case, Real Madrid have Benzema. Right, so. but he—he's a, a very good striker, not but he's not the best goal scorer in the world. True, he not might not king. even be top five goal scorer in the world. And I just think it's tough because you go back to when Ronaldo left United, he was coming off three straight Premier League titles, back to back Champions League finals, Ballon and he still Bondor, and he still left United. I mean, again, he left United off of a Premier League and Champions League final loss, and still went to Madrid, who are relatively rebuilding for uh, you know. I mean, this what was, Madrid, this was around Gal- Madrid where someone Chabi does Alonso, Mesut Ozil. So I think they'll always be, Madrid's always going to have that pedigree. You're always going to trust them that, I mean, they're going through some stadium stuff right now. Once that stadium's done, once people are actually in it, not that Perez needs any more money, but the money's going to be through the roof after that. And they have a good group of core young players. I'm a big fan of Federico Valverde. Huge he, fan of his. I'm a fan of Vinicius Jr., Rodrigo. Great player, Marco Asensio, I think too is going is going to blossom. Uh, uh, everyone besides Asensio. Asensio may Asensio sometimes <laughs> lets me. Asensio sometimes gives me the impression, sometimes not. No, I mean they got Kubo on loan, and again, when they need to make big yeah, signs, when, when the old guard is completely gone, I think they'll be quick to replace. But no, to the original point, I don't think there's a rush for Mbappe to leave. He should be the final piece, not the first piece. Win a Champions League with PSG because if you look at it and Neymar and Mbappe, Neymar and Mbappe, this is now their fourth. Even though Neymar, Neymar missed a lot of time in the first two seasons, fourth season together. If they go four or five deep and don't win a Champions League, it's going to be looked at as a failure. But I think they play a very progressive style of football under Mauricio Pochettino. I mean, you saw that in Barcelona, that quick one-two passing in the midfield, boom, they're off. Yeah, and I think they can win it. So I just think, you know, no, no reason to leave without it. Sam says, Adam triggered by the positive Messi talk. Positive? <laughs> he lost 4-1. <laughs> and no, I, I won't. Uh, I'll never. I'll never like, cook Messi for like a low work rate because, again, he has like the ultimate green light to do whatever he wants for 90 minutes and just give him the ball, let him do his thing. So I don't think. If the system, if the what, if what needs to be fixed in the system is Messi doing more defensive work, throw away the whole system. Yeah, it's, not, it's never going to yeah. get fixed. Goodbye system. <laughs> no, not have them. Okay. No, but yeah, there has to be a way to involve Messi a little bit more, without him just taking penalties and free kicks the entire time. Yeah, yeah no, they're just not good. I don't know. I don't. Tr- I don't I trust. trust Co- I mean, you guys know I don't trust Coleman. I'm not I, big I on Griezmann. I, I... I'm very iffy about forgiving Dembele. <laughs> and now they, they sold Luis Suarez, and Luis Suarez is killing it in yeah, Madrid. Now he's the best striker in La Liga. Uh, okay, uh, Liverpool 2, Leipzig 0. This was an interesting result. Let it be known, though, I put money on Liverpool to win, and it hit. Also, hold up. Wasn't your prediction on this, Luca? Wasn't it Wasn't it 2 0? Liverpool? Yeah, I put in the group chat. I said yeah. two nil. I think it's going to end 2 0. I said, well, yeah, I said 1 0. Luca said 2 0, so he guessed the score. I refuse to predict. Yeah, I didn't say. And now, I'm the only one who had PSG winning the game too. I have it on the record. Yep. Wait, what? Facts. I'm the only one who had PSG winning. I said Mbappe two, Barca one. Yeah. So I was okay. Okay. okay, okay. I was. I was almost right. Almost. Yes. almost. <laughs> it was close. Um. Oh no! I definitely didn't have Barca winning that one. No, uh, I think Leipzig is going to be kicking themselves. They caught Liverpool at the best possible time. They, mm-hmm. They've lost four straight Premier League games. Liverpool bad. They're uh, the name slipping me right now, but the center back oh, they signed. It's still early days. Kabak. Kabak. And he's playing with Henderson. So that's a partnership that's never seen, you know, the field together. And really just did not, not test them until they brought in Ha Wang Chang in late in the game. And he looked like a very bright spot for them. And just how mistake-prone Leipzig were. Upamakano gifted Mane a chance to whip it into Firmino late in the first half. Like mid, I don't know the exact time. Questionable out call. I think whatever you call there, you can't overturn. I think it was out. I think it was a. If it's on the goal line, I don't think it's. 
I don't. I, to, I think I, completely I, I saw cross. green between ball and line. See, I don't know if yeah. I saw green, but I it won't question completely it. Completely cross. I don't. Again, at the time, I thought it was questionable. I wasn't thinking robbery, just because again, you can't. That's a tough overturn. I didn't like the fact that a referee called it with two post a yeah, goalie. Yeah, that, that is that is the thing. Two post a goalie, a defender, and the player kicking it in his way. And but, he and, was no. Well, he was currently on the six yard line too. The oh, yeah, he didn't even have yeah. even with the six yard line, not the box. All the Liverpool fans in my house said it was in. Everyone who was not a Liverpool fan in my house said it was out. Yeah, that's basically how it'll go, I guess. But no, and then Marshall Sabitzer playing the best through ball of the game, the <laughs> Mohamed Salah. Really, that and it was unfortunate for him because the defender that it was going to misstepped and kind of slipped for just a split second, and that's what Salah needed to get in behind, and then. Forget who it wasn't Kanate or Makana who slipped for Mane's through ball, but I don't it, remember messing up that and letting Mane in on goal. All of a sudden, you're down two nil, giving Liverpool two away goals, no goal for yourself, taking a little too long to adjust. I think it's tough, and for a team that Leipzig's looked so good recently, and to have that blip on their, I mean, I guess United was the biggest game of the season up until that, but their biggest game of the season now. To play that your worst game in a while, it was it was real bad for them. Yeah. Um, any last thoughts on that before we move on? I think Liverpool goes through. Liverpool I, will go through. Yeah. I mean, you think Leipzig hard is hard done by by any any way not being able to play in Germany? Oh yeah, no, that sucks. It, but it, it's still got to be an changes. empty stadium. Yeah, but like having to travel for yeah. your home game. I mean, it's the traveling to both to. For both teams, that really kills to a neutral them. site. Yeah, yeah, you got to play Hungary. Yeah, I think. it's I'm a, pretty sure that's uh, yeah, interesting, went. interesting place to go play too. Yeah. Uh, next up, Porto Juventus. Porto with a bit of a shock win. Well, I think Juventus gifted them that first goal. Yeah, they didn't play good. Bentancur uh, just—I don't know what he was thinking. Just gifted and them. Chesney, like, uh, she, just yeah. putting Bentancur in that situation. My favorite clip was um. Where Ronaldo's dribbling and he runs right into his own teammate. That uh, Alex, <laughs> he runs right into Alexandro. It's like, oh my god! All right, real quick, real quick too. I want to play this little sound bite. Um, I just want everyone to know that I am a genius. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got the audio all messed up. It's my bad. It's my bad. I'm sorry, listeners. I hope that has been playing the whole time. That'd be brutal. No, we just heard it right now. Okay, okay. Ready? Are we ready? Got the volume up all the way. And lock to go through for me is Juventus. Um, they won't pull Barcelona, and I, I don't think they'll they'll really get a team that can cause them too many problems. Upset? I'm gonna go with Portugal. <laughs> they were one of the the more impressive teams in the group stage, um, and I think they've got a team. In- I've got my bases covered. This <laughs> is all I know. This is why you don't preview before the draw. Yeah, <laughs> before the draw. <laughs> And All I know is either way, I'm correct. Juventus can't get Barca. I'm sure they're disappointed they can't. Yeah, they'd they would, probably rather have that, that Porto right went now. In the group stage. Okay, but other than, you know, Juventus gifted him. Port, I, I didn't watch too much of this one because I was in class, but I still watched it. Um, I don't think Porto played. They didn't play bad. No, they don't play bad. I, I'm a big fan of their coach, actually. He's done an outstanding job in Portugal and in, in Europe in the last few few years. No, I was. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm t- uh, but either way, Juventus, I think, is a mess without with missing several key players. Again, they had to put Weston McKinney in an uncomfortable left mid position. Um, when Juventus don't play with Arthur, I think they suffer with that creativity and that deep lying anchorman in midfield. And I always, I'm, I'm very surprised with Pirlo's decision to play Giorgio Chiellini, two games in in one week. He's old. He, he, he's thirty six years old. He had to sub him off because he just couldn't play anymore. I just I don't understand a lot of the decisions that happened there. But I think with how bad Juve played at time and the fact that they conceded within seventy seconds in both halves, for Chiesa to get that away goal, they only need a one nil or just a one nil will do it. Yeah, one nil, two one overtime. Just to not be able to have that away goal set back immediately, kick yeah. him, kick him like I did last year against Leon. You don't want to say they'll take it because they're the better team. They should have won. But as someone rooting for Ronaldo, I'm kind of fine with it. I think I really trust Ronaldo. I trust Chiesa a lot. I 
I think they'll get it done. I don't think they're going on round of 16 back-to-back seasons. We, we were saying before we came on, too, you know, regardless of who you're playing, even if it's a team that is inferior, 2-1 away from home in the first leg is not a bad result, especially when you got someone on your team like Ronaldo who is probably the best second-leg Champions League player of all time. Mr. Champions League, man. Yes, and it's always the second against, leg, It's hard too. to bet against Ronaldo yeah. in any situation. So I don't think there is many scenarios where Juventus doesn't make it through. And 2021, Juve's really always came through when they had to. They had AC, they won 3-1. They had they lost to Inter in the league, so that is a blip. But they had Inter in the cup, took him down over two legs. I wouldn't be... I, again, beat, I just beat Napoli. In beat Super Napoli Copa. earlier. They also lost to Napoli in the <laughs> league. But, no, I trust them. I think they'll be fine. Uh, and then the last game last week, Dortmund 3, Sevilla 2. Yeah, so coming into the game, I think you go back to the draw. I said just don't lose in Spain. Dortmund's yeah. game doesn't leave Germany. They're on a against good teams. They just don't win. Also, Sevilla's run coming into this game, at least defensively, was very, very good. Oh, no, a bunch of wins, no goals conceded. I yes. was nervous. But there was one thing I said. There was one going into the game. like Right before kickoff, kickoff there was one piece of hope for me. I looked at the lineup. I was doing my regular checks. You know, Holland was playing. Royce was playing. Sancho was playing. I saw the return of Mah- Mahmoud Dahoud. I came in the group. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm nervous, but we're in good hands. <laughs> the Syrian is starting. Syrian-born German. He's technically with the German national team. And Dortmund down 1-0. Who brings them back into the tie? Dahoud from 30 yards. Hell of a goal. <laughs> goal of the knockout rounds. Yep. He played good all game. Obviously, then from there, it turned into the Holland show. Love to see it again a day before the anniversary of his two goals against PSG. Just adding to that. Look, it was great again. I just didn't want Dortmund to... I wanted Dortmund to get an away goal, and if they were going to lose, lose close. But I was chilling with a draw. For them to go up 3-1 like that, I don't know what I was watching. It was great. Of course, it's not Dortmund without some horrible defensive moments. (laughs) The first goal they conceded off a deflection. Kind of unfortunate. Also just very, like, up to what Dortmund's been all about recently. The second goal was really annoying. Just Emery Chan just has to follow his runner. If there's one thing Luke de Jong can get you on, it's a set piece. Just had to follow him. But, I mean, no, to to finish the game, up to win the game 3-2 and go back home where, I mean, Dortmund's lost one Champions League game at the Westfalen Stadion since 2018, and that was the second leg against Tottenham where they lost the first, like, 3-0 and... They really outplayed Tottenham the whole game and really had an early second half. They opened up. They went down 1-0 ended that way. They're in great position. I think yesterday was it's looking good that they'll be able to play in Germany. I know the games this week, the games this month won't be able to, but they should be able to play there. They're in a good spot. If they can't make it through like this, it'd be a real letdown. Do you see them going through? 100%. I think they win the second leg. Luca, from an outside perspective, do you see them going through? I think so. I I mean, Holland is just a scary player to look at when he wants to go to goal and wants to score. It's just impossible to stop that man. Impossible to stop that team when they're rolling. Here, this is kind of off topic, but is Mbappe and Holland the next debate? Will it be the next debate it for will be, years? It will be yeah, the sure. next Ronaldo Messi. For sure. As in best player in the world or best player ever? Best player in the world. World, Do you think they can get there? Ronaldo and Messi are just going to set the bar so high. It's just going to have to be. Their numbers are just unbelievable. I think nobody's ever going to get those numbers. Holland scored what? 46 goals in 42 games, wasn't it? But at the age of 23, Messi was already winning the Champions League and two Ballon d'Ors. It's true. No, because you just look at the bar and all those... 11 Champions Leagues and eight and a half cha- 11 Ballon d'Ors and eight and a half Champions Leagues between them. I'm giving Messi an asterisk for the one where he barely played. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna, I think people are gonna want to jump the gun, but until there's like a, a lot of success between the two of them, best ever is yeah, gonna take I mean, a while. these guys are both the top scorers at different clubs. I mean, yeah, but and I was joking about it, like, oh, yeah. Holland definitely Holland saw Mbappe score his hat trick yesterday. He came out pissed today, and then he actually said that in the post game interview. Thanks Mbappe for the motivation. I saw his hat trick, so he thinks about it, yeah. which is nice to see. It's a and competitive nature. One thing I always wonder, going back to when PSG mocked Holland after they knocked Dortmund out last season, <laughs> is there like is there beef there? I couldn't think of a better word. 
And would it potentially stop Madrid from getting both of them? Would Holland not want yes. to be in? But would Holland not want to be Mbappe's team? Yeah, I don't know about that. Holland, I feel like Holland can't hate anyone. But it's also hard to play against, your, uh, play with your biggest rival too. Yeah, uh, maybe. No, that definitely. But if they just don't develop that rivalry, because I mean, no one's going to want to go to Barca, and I mean, Messi was always there in the first place. But we heard Diego Simeone talking in a press conference. He said both of them would work brilliantly together. Oh yeah, because Mbappe can. Mbappe didn't even play striker when he got his hat trick against Barca. Cardi was down the middle. So imagine Holland down there not doing back heel passes to Moise Keane on what would have been Mbappe's assist of the season when he had PK stumbling. So, no, they would definitely work. I mean, all you have to do, too, is just open uh, Holland's hard drive and rewire him a little bit. So, upgrade dude's his, a robot. Upgrade his team compa- compatibility. Or lab they yeah. got him from. Pop him in FIFA and upgrade the chemistry. The one thing with, though. Apply Hunter. I mean, I know it's not going to be at Dortmund for the long run, but I do want to see ha- Sancho and Holland together. I would, I don't want them to leave in the same summer. It would just kind of make a mockery of us. But I'd love to see both of them at Madrid together. And then if they get Mbappe too, I mean, I had my day supporting Madrid when Ronaldo was there. I'll easily go back. It'd be nice to see. That would be impressive. Um, This week's games, have, have second half started yet? Second half has started. Any changes in scoreline? Oh, yeah, Byron's up four. Jesus. Oh, gee, we missed two. No. Are no. they, uh, they home up, or away? Away. They went up three, ended the first. We, away? Jeez. See you, Lazio. Yeah, hey, I mean, that's what happened. I said it I said it in our preview. Lazio played Dortmund twice, didn't lose to them either time. Fourth goal was an own goal, by the way. If you can do that, give yourself that leeway and not be able to win four out of four against Brugge and Zenit, you know, you it's inconsistent. You gave it. You gave it to yourself. You know. You but can't. then again, Lazio have just been in this Champions League for probably the past year too. Yeah. No, but, this yeah. this is a little new for Simeone and Zaghi's team. Yeah, but no, you're gonna, for the way they played in those games and now being able to close out the group, there, they have a lot to regret. Same I, thing with Barca losing to Juve at home and then, getting PSG in the round of sixteen. So I guess it's always a. Uh, the group stage always a. Uh, it looms large this time for these for the second place teams that are clearly outmatched in the round of sixteen. Yeah, Atleti Chelsea. Where's the Where's the game being played right now? Uh, they're playing in Madrid. I think Germany is the, the only country that teams can't really travel to. Yeah. Germany and England, no. That's interesting. No, I think England. None of the right now. none of the England teams had to host. I think right. they all topped. Yeah. So it, okay. I guess we wouldn't know. Because they yeah they swapped them so that yeah. they could. That's interesting. If that stays nil nil, I don't. Who do you think has the advantage of that? If that stays as a draw. Obviously, if it's a draw with goals, Chelsea. But if it stays nil nil, I'm always skeptical about a zero zero away draw. Just because, again, you can. See I don't think it's a great result. It's not, and I never got like back in the day when Jose Mourinho would always go for a zero zero away from home, and it got them Atletico Chelsea 2014 and United Sevilla 2018 it, or 2017. Um, no 18, but I zero zero i think it helps chelsea just for the sake that it's another month under tuchel they're not going to have some of these injury problems they had coming into this game and i just think they'll be able to get the risk hudson odoi is playing too which was interesting since he got subbed on and subbed back off in the last game yeah yeah and i thought i thought it was interesting because honestly he tuchel said in the post-game presser that he hasn't been intense lately in games so my question to him was why would you play him well would you sub him on in the at, first place? at halftime at halftime if he's not going to if you believe that he's not done enough to bring an intense game i thought it was strange but at the same time he started he started today so i think maybe there's something something going on i think tuchel said like it's there's not much of it and like as much as like, the media was going to milk it but like they would be fine. Oh, it's 4-1, by the way. Now Lazio got one but back. It's always, but it's on always the way, tough to see a player subbed on and then sub back off. No, for sure. But And then I saw, I was listening to Ranks FC yesterday, and they were just kind of saying, I think Hudson Adore will find out he's going to start the next game anyways, get over it quick, take it a, take it in stride as a little learning learning curve. And okay. it definitely it's sets looking. the tone for the other young players too, I assume. Yeah. I think I feel like once a season, they'll be – There'll be that time the pl- the player that subs in comes out, makes a lot of headlines yeah. for a day, and then you, you just kind of move. Speaking of Chelsea, they have a very tough schedule coming up. They have Tuchel seems to know what he's doing though. They, I don't, they, he hasn't lost yet, has he? Yeah. Uh, they have United, Liverpool, two and goals Everton. conceded. One was an own goal. United, Liverpool. 
United, Everton, Liverpool. All top six, right? Is, is Liverpool still a hard game? Right around there, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, so. No, definitely, but it's... That's tough. Hey, I mean, it was going to have to come eventually. They got off to a good start. and Only six points... Only, yeah, six points behind second place, United. Mm. So... They're in the, the table could change very quickly in the next two weekends. They're in good hands. The uh, the games tomorrow, Gladbach City, Atalanta Madrid. I believe both the underdogs are home. Do you see either of them pulling off a upset first leg win? Well, home and asterisks for Gladbach. They're not in Germany. Yeah. But, yes, Atalanta. I saw Madrid squad, no Benz, yep. no Ramos. Very, very limited squad. Ramos very is limited. big. And Ramos is probably out both legs. Benzema's out this game. No Vinicius. No Vin- he's out? I think he's out too. I didn't know that. No Eden Hazard. Uh, yeah, no. So Madrid's... It's not much these days. Yeah, yeah no. Today, Madrid... A few years ago, it would have been quite the news. Now it's Madrid's coming ordinary. into a Champions League game with probably Asensio and Mariano starting as two of the front three. They're they're in bad hands. And yeah. I think you can play in Italy. Is that a line they, Yeah, home? no. I think they are playing in Bergamo. Yes. So... I think Atalanta takes it. Madrid just has to keep it in a... Hopefully de- they can keep the def- deficit yeah, low. Keep, keep it in damage control. I know One goal loss with a score. Yeah, Atalanta's had some big wins over Napoli in both the league and cup recently. So their offense is in full stride without Papu Gomez. Ilicic is a hell of a player. Yeah, he's back in said. rhythm. So I don't think they can get it. As for Gladbach, no. <laughs> City's amazing. Don't concede goals. Win every game. What is it, 16 straight now? Something. Have you? Did you know that that Pep Guardiola has set the win streak record in three different leagues? That's stupid. Spain, Germany, and now England. That is just absurd. Okay, he's had good teams. He's had he's, <laughs> he's had excellent teams, but still, teams, but still, still that's impressive. It takes a lot to not like, you know, have that annoying jaw. Yeah. To never have that in like fifteen plus games. But you guys both say yes for Atalanta. Yeah, yeah. honestly. <laughs> The way Madrid squad is constructed for tomorrow's game, I it's, think that's a coin flip it, game. It's not. There's no favorite. I think it's a pick'em. In general, if full health, I definitely think Madrid's a favorite. But yeah, but this is no normal Madrid side that's gonna go up. Yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, they've been winning in the league, but Atalanta is gonna be a yeah. different issue. But they had Benzema in the last few games in the yeah. league, though. No, it's looking with Benzema. I don't know. I mean, without Benzema. especially yeah, not having him for the away leg to get the away goals. You They're just... in bad hands. Very, very difficult job for Zinedine Zidane. And I don't I don't really root against Madrid, but if they go 0 for 3 advancing from their honest 16 ever since Ronaldo left, I'll, t- I'll I'll welcome it. It's a nice uh it's a nice reminder of how good life was with them and how has it been since. A rude awakening, as they say. Well, there's your Champions League roundup. Uh I want to talk about the Prem just very quickly. Um I'm going to make a vow on this podcast that until Steve Bruce is sacked or Newcastle gets relegated, I'm not going to talk about them under Martin Download. That's a very good question, and I think you know what I hope for. Obviously, they play Wolves this Saturday, and that's all I have to say. It's going to suck if they come together. And it's like the day you get relegated that he goes down. I don't even want to think it's gonna. It's gonna. Is it going to have to take till that point to get rid of Bruce? That's could that, be. That's a sad part. I mean, well, if he's laughing after every game, that looks like a man who's secure in his job. Yep. Give Clarence Seedorf a job in the Premier League. Come on. Sure, I'll take anyone. Bring Rafa back. Uh, Chelsea United this weekend. Hey, I miss when that was the marquee matchup in the league. When yeah, in like from like two thousand. You're going back a decade. Six to ten or eleven. Right, a it was that old. every year. Yeah. yeah. What was it earlier this season? Nil nil. It was a boring nil nil. Yeah. Wasn't it? I'm excited though. I think game. I think that'll be good. Tuchel's got Chelsea in form, and United is, I firing on all cylinders. Cylinders right now. Is that too much? I don't know if all cylinders, but definitely if on they a few that, cylinders. If they had that core of Rashford and Bruno on a majority Fernandes. of cylinders. Some cylinders. Some cylinders. <laughs> An overwhelming majority. I think they got very lucky. Escape with uh, Harry Maguire. Didn't yeah, when anything. he. Uh, I, no, I can't talk about it, actually. I just <laughs> no, I remembered. Um, when he looked over his shoulder, decided to do a certain action against a certain player from a certain team, and VAR didn't even want to check it. United and Big Six teams just don't have exciting games. I'm going 1-0 Chelsea. I don't think it's... And really? I wouldn't be surprised at all if it was 0-0. Every time United plays a big team, they shut up shop for both themselves and the other team. 
Yeah, I don't think one nil is way far out of the picture. Yeah. What do you think, Luca? Eh, I don't know. It's it's difficult. I mean, like City Arsenal this weekend even was one nil. Yeah. Scored. City scored one and then decided to pass for yeah, the rest they, of the game. Yeah, they started the game up 1-0 and it finished they that way. To have a tra- they had a training <laughs> session for the rest of the game. Possession drills. Keep ball. <laughs> My God. Well. What about West Ham, though? So yeah, West Ham's sitting fourth place. Yeah, led yeah, by stupid. led by favorite of the stupid. podcast, Declan Rice. I swear to God. And you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. And Dang. Ferguson's successor, David Moyes. What is up with Adam just loving everyone I hate on pitches? <laughs> man, tough luck for Ian this season, man. The teams that finished... For like, real, dude. The teams that finished 17th and 16th. You know the Justin Bieber song, the... That could be me. Or should That should be me. That's what it is. Hey, I f- Villa, West Ham. West Ham. I'm sick of it. Well, West Ham has City, Leeds, and United next. Interesting matchups. Leeds are that weird game, like you don't know if it's a tough game or not. It really could go either way. You could get worked or you could win 5 1 onto the next one. Uh, God, at least it's not Tottenham, (laughs) which is right now a guaranteed victory. Hey, Jose in or out? They won't. The thing is, I'd love to say Jose out. The thing is, he's not going to go anywhere. So, so you want him out? Not, not prediction. I, th- I think somebody has to go in there and play a more progressive style of football. And I don't think Jose Mourinho ex- is. Ex- I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. The pain is felt. I figured it was it was okay since Luca was in the middle of a little rant. It's sad, anyways. It is sad. <laughs> hey, uh. <laughs> Guess we'll share the misery. Luca, quick thoughts. AC zero, Inter Milan three. Ah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, back to back. Very, very difficult to watch. Again, uh, this Inter team with Lukaku and Latauro Martinez on top, they are just unstoppable. And I hate to say it, but they're so good when they're actually in form. Uh, AC Milan just physically wasn't up to the physical battle. They didn't. L- Romagnoli had one of his worst performances in in the game, and again, it, they they struggle. They they really struggled. I was not a fan of it. Inter just every time they could attack, just <laughs> blasted through them. Yeah, it could have been more. Well, it no, Hananovic was great. You guys could have <laughs> either went up one or tied it, but the second you guys went down two, it was when it could have been three, four, five. And I'm also I wasn't a fan of the starting lineup with Milan too because they put Alexis Salamakers at, at right wing to start off the match. I didn't think it was the strongest move to put there, especially going up against Hakimi and Ivan Perisic on the wings. Difficult. Yeah, that second goal, both of them came in from those respective spots. To but I mean, this season for Milan still surpasses anything that anybody could have ever asked for. So I'm still. I'm still a happy man. No, for sure. Year early, probably going to make Champions League. It's always... Huh. The title races are always welcomed, and the second they fall apart, it's like, well, damn, that was a waste of nine months. So the, all the hope. Do you think it's over? No, it's it's not, it's, it's not over. It's I too mean, close. It's, it's, too... it's a four-point difference right now between team first and, and second. And it's not and, like and, anyone's running away with yeah, it with result yeah. after result. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. And Inter's very capable of, again, winning this game and then... Tying against Genoa in the next match. Yeah, it's just so they're very capable of doing that. So anything can happen. It's just so tough for Inter now because again, no Europe, no cup. It's just league for the rest of the season. One well, game that a ma- week. That, that always makes the job easy for Conte. That's how Conte's done it his entire career, especially with Chelsea and with Juve. Gets knocked out and then just focuses on winning it, and he somehow manages to do it. Yeah, I still have my hope Juve can do it. Let Ronaldo retain Serie A. I got to say I'm rooting against AC because I just hate Ibrahimovic, and I would hate to see him come in and win a Serie A. So it's the only thing that's given me that I was watching. Dude, Adam's takes on players are just all yeah. over the place. You, you like Declan like, Rice. How you can you like, like Declan Rice and Jack Relish, but not Ibra? Okay, well, Declan Rice. They're I, all I, cut from the same cloth. No, Declan, it's, they're not cut from the same cloth. They are. <laughs> They no, both rejected Ireland. I, I'm not like one. I'm a. It's, it's not like I'm a diehard Declan fan. I'm kind of just. I think he's good, and the fact he that doesn't he, despite me, and the fact that Ian hates him, I just it makes <laughs> him more relevant to me. Jack Grealish, love the guy. No denying that. That's amazing, but no, and Ibra just. I can't stand that guy. I, I love Ibra. Man, always. I love off. Ibra too. I love Ibra. 
They're always talking about Ronaldo like they're even close to the same level. Are you ever going level. to find another, apart from Holland? Are you ever going to find another six foot five striker that can dribble the ball as well as he can yeah, back in his prime? Let him go back to this America, is, this, man. This, Europe this, was fine without him. I don't know. I, he, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't like him in the Galaxy. I went to go see him at the Galaxy. I, I wasn't a big fan. Were you still over there? Yeah, I was. It's Steven Gerrard too. I was at his debut. Kind when of he was there, I was. I, Always forget Jared had a stay in the MLS. I don't even know if he played it, a full it season. It was unmemorable not. because he didn't do much. <laughs> yeah, he was old. Hey, All great right. coach though. How about those Rangers, Ian? <laughs> I'm not doing this One. podcast next week. I'm not. You guys are on your own. God, dude. One more. For don't even get me started on Scotland because Killy is joint bottom right now. Flipping, I just, I'm gonna start cursing, dude. I'm gonna watch my tongue. I hate Rangers. I hate Celtic, except I wish Celtic could give them a run for their money. I'm glo- actually I don't even I don't even know how to feel. It's a lose lose. I mean I because I'm glad Celtic's not gonna get ten, but I also hate Rangers. Gilly's bottom of the table. They might get relegated. You know what's crazy to me? Celtic's working on nine in a row, ten in a row, and Rangers still have more titles. Yeah, that was. I mean, I guess I mean it's a long. Uh, that's a, that's not gonna lie, I did history. not know that. I think I'm pretty sure that's true. I heard that. Like, Earlier this year. That is the about. first thing I'm going to do once we're able, all able to go back inside a stadium. I'm going to go to Celtic Park. Why? Book a flight to, book a flight hell to Scotland. Of a, hell of an atmosphere. <laughs> Why? Hell of an atmosphere. Go to Rugby Park. I'll watch a game with you at Hamden. Let's go. In the Euros. Well, let's, let's make it happen. Scotland trip. Yep. This I summer. Know. I actually kind of, you'll hate this comment. I always enjoy those random, like, okay, like Celtic had their game. They beat Barca 2-1. The Nakamura... All of Nakamura's free kicks for him. And now at Rain, I, I just like Rangers because Stevie G. I like seeing him be a good coach and actually have like a building up pedigree. Yeah, he's building up a good reputation yeah, to, to being yeah, a good, oh, well, good coach. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh I'll always randomly too. I mean, I, I'm, again, I'm not a fan of either. I don't watch either. I don't pay attention to Scottish League. But I do like when they have their little moments. I don't, uh, I don't hate either team. No reason to. So I get Rain- if Stevie G stays another season, which he probably will, no. get Rangers in Champions League. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, if they've got a chance to make something happen, if th- it's tough when you win the you win the Scottish League and you get into the Champions League second qualifying round. I mean, but if a top six side it's, sacks their manager, I I don't think it's out of the question that they hire him. I think I see him upgrading before Liverpool. I don't see him upgrading to a Liverpool's rivals. Yeah. Just, well, I don't just know. I, I think it would be very interesting to see him go to a different Premier League squad other than Liverpool. No, for sure. And there's no timetable on Klopp yet. Yeah. No, I don't think Klopp's no. job is in question. It's and fine. I've seen a lot of people hammer him about his job. He deserves a little bit more respect. Yeah, no, he's fine. He's not going anywhere soon. Oh, no. It would, Liverpool's not sacking him. It would just be go back to Dortmund. Klopp stepped away, and the team turned their form for the rest of that season. But, I mean, he already did it. It's not going to happen this summer. And if they start winning again, which they will when everyone's back, you could be there for the long run. Well, any final thoughts, gentlemen? Other than I've got to get out of here away hey, from you, uh, too. I'll lighten the mood. I'll lighten the mood. So I was thinking about this the other day. Complete random question. All right, so you have three months to prepare. You can play? Yes. The answer is yes. It's a million dollars. You know what I'm going? Oh, yeah. Isn't it the Neuer Pen thing? Oh, not the Neuer pen. Oh, I oh, saw but- the Neuer pen one. It's not even you have three months to prepare. It's take a take a pen against him. If you if you score it, you get a million bucks. If you miss it, you can't watch or listen to soccer the rest of your life. Ooh, oh, man, Neuer might save that, but I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I would take it. A million? I used to be a confident. I'll be hey, Yeah. I, was a, a, I didn't mind a good NBA and NFL for the rest of my life. If I miss, I'll there you go. I'll be sad, but I'll move. Yeah. Uh, no, Sorry. this one's yeah, yeah. different. You get to start. Whatever situation you think would best be for you, you get to start an entire Premier League season. One goal, all you need, all season, 38 games, you'll play at least 60 minutes per game. One goal for a million dollars, you don't get it, you die. Are you taking No, that? I'm not taking that. No, I'm not going to no. go off those six foot five center backs nope. every time. I'm not going to win. Sorry. Jesse Lingard almost didn't score a goal an entire Premier League season hey, last year hey, until the last day. Hey, but he wasn't promised 60 and minutes he's getting a game. Paid. That's true. No, I would... <laughs> Man, my way logic is it was look, th- only three months too I'll to get to Premier League level fitness. Okay, a year. I'm five seven. Year. Also, my lungs can't do that anymore. A year, a year, <sighs> twelve months. Die. Look, here's the thing, right? My Does logic anyone else it, know? 
Like, does anyone maybe feel bad for you and let you score? No, you're, you're not. They're not saying, "Oh, 37th game, Ian, come take this penalty." But, what if I am the best penalty taker on the team? Oh, then, you know, fair play. Well, to Ederson's you, the best penalty taker. Also, on what the team, team am I on? Right? No, no, you get to pick if you think you want to be on a bad team as the option. My logic is right. I'm gonna be. If a I'm mid. promised 60 minutes, I'm going to the champions. Okay. No, I'm playing I, on City because you know sometimes you just want to be the vocal point on a worse team. But no, my logic with it is I'll play mid. 38 games. At least one long shot a game, one of them is bound to get deflected in, go in. And if I don't score that season, I live my last year as a Premier League starter. What a... You know, give me a free kick you know, around I, the, like, the... It's true. If I'm a good way to go out. If I'm a go out and... Oh, and think of it. Every corner, like, I, I think I can... I, it's tough against a 6'5 guy, but they won't be marking me. I'm bound to win a header. It has to score it. Or just stand on the edge or of the box. it bounces around. Little Paul Scholes action. The yeah, trick is on. you stay on the keeper, so that way any ball that comes in, boom, toe poke it in. Uh, yeah. then, then VAR. Imagine the 38th game, you score, VAR comes yeah. in. Yeah, and VAR rules it out. Oh, my God. No, <laughs> but I was insane. thinking about it. I'll, That's a good question. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. A year. Uh, I'll take it with three months. Not even saying, like, I mean, I'm not... I don't think I can check into a prime game to, and score, I have to bulk up score a within bit like more. my first 20, but it's an opportunity. That's tough. Go out a Premier League player, live my last days. I said I'll take bullets for Klopp, so that's living up. That's a uh... only a million dollars. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I would. Yeah, I mean, yeah. give me the coaching position after. Maybe we'll talk. Possibly. All you, right. You have to coach Newcastle for 15 wins. Are you taking <laughs> it? I will. Hell no. <laughs> One win. Watch me. I'm scared for this sign-off because I might voice crack very badly. Oh. <laughs> but I'll try it. Well, thanks for listening this long. We'll see you next Tuesday again. Uh, and we hope, as always, that you have found this episode to be, in the great words of Ray Hudson, Magisterial! <laughs> Join us next time. <laughs>